0: Welcome to the episode of the Kick Pie Podcast, the podcast dojo of inspirational martial arts talk. I am your host, uh, T.J. Williams, 4th degree black belt in the Chuck Norris system, and also uh, the instructor of Preston Karate Centers of Niagara Falls, New York, and Lewiston, New York. All right, so for for those who are um, just tuning in, this is a pre-recorded episode, so what I talk about now is either done past or it's coming up so <clears throat> make sure you're always tuning in to my previous episodes to really know what, what's going on and what you've been missing for pretty much for the past two years that I started all right so let's kind of get vote to before what before we kind of get into the episode um kind of um kind of uh genuflect uh what's going on so far i mean right now we're in the middle of august and um for most people, I mean, school has already started. I mean, if you live down south, like in Florida or in, in the Georgia Georgia area or Alabama, uh, pretty much schools down south have started school already. But for people up north, like where I'm at, um, school doesn't start until September. So hopefully people are um, being prepared and getting their school supply and just really preparing for another school year and you know just like for those who are training in the martial arts now i mean your education is as well as as important as your martial arts training and just think about everything you learn in school can apply to martial arts so just a heads up on that and just um just a couple of things um going on in the world today what's been trending of course um we had um let's say we had um pretty much four deaths um in um the entertainment business i mean one in particular i mean of course i mentioned in my other podcast olivia olivia newton john passed away from after battling her um after battling um her uh battling um breast cancer i mean if you know her she, i mean she's best known for her role in greece I and mean, of course um and of course there is um although was, there was also another person that um died i mean most majority of people died of like a car crash so of course um there's um what was that i'm trying to think of that one guy's name but i know he was in um magnum pi uh trying to look him up real quick. Uh yeah, I should have just uh, yeah Magnum P. I. Yeah, uh Rod- <clears throat> yeah, Roger E most Mo- or mostly. Yeah, he was known um as uh T- T-C in um Magnum P. I and of course um if you watched um if you've seen that movie um with uh, Muhammad Ali I mean he played um um Sonny Liston I mean, in the movie, yeah of course, uh, then you got um recent death um yeah you know i'm i'm in, on my phone right now, looking up because, you know I didn't prepare, you know, I'm prepared for the episode, but you know I'm not prepared to what I, to talk about All right, so um there's um the another, another um person that um died in um in a in a car crash recently uh so it was a uh, oh yeah uh and uh Anna, uh hit Hick, and uh hex that she um died in a car crash and no uh, really it's like we lose some of these um great celebrities and these great act- actors and actresses now uh, due to a car accident i mean it's of course likely it's not not anybody's fault but you know I definitely it it'd be different if somebody was driving drunk and hit Hit the person then then the, as the person that's drunk that's it's their fault all right so really just kind of give their um prayers and to their family and you know they're great actors and really hopefully well definitely but coming up soon in the end of the month um there's a fan expo canada that i'm going to and hopefully i can meet all these celebrities you know one like couple typical celebrities I wanted to meet is William Shatner and um uh, Freddie Freddy Krueger and I know he's uh, uh, Robert um England that's what I want that's what I want to meet but of course I was really looking forward to meeting like two more members of um the Cobra Kai but um, they canceled out so but speaking of Cobra Kai I mean. I mean, for just a few more weeks. Few more weeks. It's the uh, it's the the debut of uh, or the premiere of season five. And for those who have seen the the recent um, trailer, you know what I'm talking about. You'll be looking forward to this. I mean, that's I mean, people have been probably looking forward to this after the um, the fourth season. You know, I want I wonder how many times I want to watch season five of, um, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to that and really to see what, see what it, season five is going to bring. And, you know, it's kind of sad. You no, know, it's kind of bumped out that, um, the actors, the actor and actress that will cancel out the fan expo. I was looking forward to meet. you know, really to, well, at least i will add another collection to my, um, uh, Cobra Kai, um, meet and greet. So, I mean, I know the other two that were supposed to be there, William Sapka and um, uh, Martin Cove were supposed to be in attendance, but they canceled out too. I mean, I already got them. So I'm, I don't feel bad about them. Well, I was hoping to get my picture with Chuck Norris, so I'm signed by William Sapka, because one of the, the, f- the photographers that took that picture of me, and Mr. Norris, and well, the Norris brothers, that um, he wanted to actually have William Sapka's signature put on um, put on that um photograph, but um, it looks like I'm not. That's not gonna happen unless I run into William Sapka at another Comic Con, which will probably be sometime next year. Oh, ah, just waking up. All right, but so let me kind of get to this episode. Um, of course. Um, for those who are familiar with It Man. Yeah, you know, um, either you know him well, even before the movie was created or even after the movie created. You know, there's like, that's how you found out about Ip Man. Well, mostly, if you know If Man before Bruce Lee, then that's good also. I mean, you have a knowledge of um, what Ip Man is. Just a little background of It Man. He's known as the grandfather of Wing Chun. And beginning his training at the age of 9 or or 13, learning Wing Chun, learn, well, pretty much learning the style from um, from his instructor before retirement, Chen Wang Xin, so that's what's his his instructor. Right? And just getting into Wing Chun, well, that's small information of, um, of it man. All right, so, of course, uh, Wing Chun, the youngest we pretty much one of the youngest and contemporary styles of kung fu, and they existed over three hundred years ago. And one out of the three great martial arts styles of the southern China. I mean, so yeah, you got like a, a lot of styles and um, pretty much in, Ch- in Chinese martial arts. I mean, you, of course, you got Wing Chun, kung fu, or Gung fu, with uh, like um, see the Jesus would say. A uh, fu is basically that's just uh that just that's just the category. I mean you're just doing the, the style. I mean the style in general. I mean but nevertheless um uh, <clears throat> yeah you got so many good martial arts styles from uh, China that um really makes its makes its way out in the world. I mean of course yeah you got uh, Wait, Wing Chun, Kung Fu, Kung Fu, and you got all these all these styles of Tai Chi. I mean, one thing that you got to really think about. And of course, just the surprise of uh, Wing Chun, this was created by a Buddhist nun, nun in, the, in the Qing Dynasty, in the Qing Dynasty. Well, there's uh, the, Qing, the Qing Dynasty. That's what I said. it was going around 1636 to 1912. So definitely, uh, that's what, uh, according to legends, uh, she it was inspired. She got their inspiration to create Wing Chun after witnessing a fight between a stork and a large roten. Large roten. <laughs> so really, they must have giant rats in um, China. I mean, the rodents of unusual size. Yeah. And they talk about they don't exist. So if you're, if you've got a stork fighting a large rodent, so they must have, like, rodents of, a, rodents of, a, of, of unusual size. I mean, I know that's kind of a Princess Bride reference, but, yeah, that's, that's just silly. Right? But in general, the stork will use its wings and legs to attack and defend simultaneously, hence becoming a style based on how the stork uses its wings and feet. So that's how Wing Chun was um creative. And kind of going into the Ip Man movies, you'll see how well Wing Chun is displayed as um Donny Yin plays the character of um Wing or uh, Ip man. Okay, so if you watch the Ip Man movie, you no, know, it's like you got four series of the movie. I mean i've watched all four of them you know i've watched them as many times as possible and of course one of them features mike tyson and you know if you watch the fight between uh Ip man and mike tyson then you'll then that's just a different perspective though you'll have a different respect toward wing chung i mean and of course this um the first movie was going back to 2008 of course uh this was the movie series that that was filmed by a Hong Kong filming company, uh, a Mandarin, uh, Mandarin, um films. So, so everything is spoken in Chinese or Cantonese, but dubbed in English. Once reached to, the, once reached the U.S., I mean, kind of like the Chinese language feels like um, it's better for me, you know. Well, honestly, you know, I like to be authentic. You know, you know, they say everything in Chinese, but you know, you have uh, those subtitles that really um, tell you what they're saying. I mean, uh, one thing that kind of messed me up. Um, if you ever seen the um, what was what was that series? Uh, I can't think of it, but you know, uh, it was uh, oh, Squid Games. Yeah, that. Yeah, everything was in Korean, and then like the subtitles didn't match what the. Well, it was. It was uh, so I say it was made in Korean, but um the, the um the English dub was uh didn't match the subtitles. That's what's, what's irritating. It's like really, but it was a good show, the Squid Games, like disturbing but good. All right, so definitely let's go into this um first Ip Man movie. You know, imagine yourself living in uh Foshan for Foshan, Foshan, China. Surrounded by various martial arts styles or martial arts schools, like studying different kung fu styles that look similar but different from a different structure, you know, from strikes, defense, kicks, and stances, you know, and yet you have that one. One or few people that build their reputation by challenging others to, to challenge challenging other schools, well, <clears throat> while others like Itman man like to keep keep it on a to little profile pro, profile, kind of a little profile, you know, and build a reputation with a friendly closed door match. Yeah. And just kind of analyze that, you know, I like to build my reputation in martial arts in a positive manner. You no, know, you know, you're going to be you're you're going to have um, those um, who challenge dude who wants to challenge you. But um in actuality, I mean, you know, I feel that's like some martial arts. Well, for that some martial arts some um, are martial arts ain't taught i mean let me let me kind of reflect Oh man, really, my throat's kinda of, you know, I feel that some martial artists aren't taught that martial arts styles are different i mean, but are have similar similar features but yeah, but in this case, you know you got people that challenge you to have for a better reputation, but you know. I, I try to challenge you to challenge your knowledge i mean just that's how it is you know you know you got to make people feel like they have to prove something you know i tell my students like you're not here to prove that you're better than anybody you're here to build your character a good character is you want to be good but in all actual no actuality you know you're trying to spread awareness you're out there really trying to like really help the world not to bring it down all right and let the beginning scene of it man i mean you see um of course uh, master lu i mean a a pro a proficient uh, martial arts master in um fosheng the challenging Ip Man to a friendly bout in a in secret, in which that was ruined by an onlooker onlook, in Ip Man's backyard, you know. And yet, shooting off his mouth around town, uh, after seeing Master Master Liu defeated by Ip Man, you know, this, You know, luckily this wasn't during the rise of technology; otherwise, you know, the news of this of his some um, defeat would have been gone would have been known all over the world uh, no that's it that's the great thing about not having technology back in probably back in the, um like uh, back in the early 1920s yeah it's uh you know it's real great and, and um uh, and you know security wasn't a big neither so the onlooker would have been gotten would have gotten chased all over town by master lou the one you know one of the one one thing in martial arts, you know, that you sh- that should that shouldn't be done is bragging. You know, definitely, I don't want my students to brag like how good they are. You know, you know, it's good that you're you're getting you look good, that you look like a good martial artist, that you perfect your techniques, but no need to go out and bragging. You know, I don't want to brag how good I am. No, yeah, I want to brag that I am a martial artist. I'm yeah, I'm a I'm a black belt, but you know, I don't want to draw too much attention. But you know, really I wanna tell people that um I'm here to spread awareness. I'm not here to challenge people, you know, I'm not here to say I'm better than everybody else. I'm here to help people. You know, if you need help, <clears throat> I'm willing to give it to you i'm here to give you a workout i'm here to teach you martial arts i'm here to boost your confidence you know that's that's my deal of martial as a martial artist i mean you know why why because why why is it bad to brag be bragging on people you know it's possibly destroys your own or others reputation you know it's best to keep things to yourself you know which leads to a near not it was at least to a uh rear well at least to um well which led to a near um well let's say at it man's well i don't know why I, I write this stuff down you know there's always that one person looking for some type of praise you know not that praise shouldn't be <clears throat> given but not at not at uh, the expense of others reputation you know you want to be praised you know i said it's always best to uh, like exalt yourself it's always best to exalt yourself than to be praised then to praise yourself well let's say it's always best to exalt yourself what about, Wow, let me go back to this. I mean, I'm going crazy. It's always best to humble yourself and be exalted later or praise later than to exalt yourself or praise yourself than be humble later. So that's how the best way is. It's always best to be humble. And I always teach this to students. Be humble. I mean, don't be cocky. I mean, well, same thing kind of happens in the next scene, you know, in... The next scene, you a gang of martial artists were arriving right, right in town to challenge every martial art school there was in Fusheng. Which led to his fight, which led to his fight with Itman, and he got the same treatment. He got the same treatment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so they, yeah, just really just you, know, you just want to go over there. And, you know, you got the northern Chinese martial arts. So that was, that's the guy that challenged, you know. You go challenge somebody and just try to prove your reputation and you get the same results. So really, it made a fool of of course, two people. Not made a fool, but made a fool of the guy, the gang. There I mean, we just think. Just think about this, you know. And this, the next thing, pretty much, um, pretty much, um, means a lot when it comes to martial arts styles all over the world. I mean, one thing we want to band together to, like, create a community. You know, that's the whole point of the Chuck Norris system—to create a community, not to create a, like an empire to take over. You know, we want to share our we want every martial arts style to share their their experience, their expertise with other martial artists. I mean, all it's like like Bruce Lee said, the usefulness of the cup is this emptiness. You know, are you gonna fill fill that cup up with the same drink or are you gonna try these other drinks? You know, you got all these different drinks that you can try. It seemed good, you know, just one thing about drinks that some drinks have a bad habit, like a bad taste. So if you're always looking for a, a that drink that has bad taste, you know, what happens to yourself as a as as a person? You become a, a bad person, you become a bad taste. You know, one thing about martial arts, you want to have, um, well, you know, you got those some people that you know, they they drink the same drink that you are but you know they decide decide to slip slip off something some bad substance like a bad um alcohol into that drink to make it look better to make it taste taste better you know that's how that you know you're that person that either puts extra sugar or put extra well almost like tea green tea you know you can drink it like regularly or you can pretty much make it your own i mean yeah, green tea, you could use put hung honey in there or some type of like boosted flavor. You know, for me, I kind of, yeah, I kind of get those like um, Kool-Aid squeezers, you know, kind of put a little squeeze in the tea and I make it a little sweet. But, you know, that's what Bruce Lee was talking about. You know, you could fill your cup with other ideas and that's, um, you could pretty much enhance that idea, which like with a little flavor. You know, that's what Bruce Lee did with his um, uh, Juku jitsu style. He um, pretty much was taught Wing Chun by um, Ip Man and went on to create his own uh, style, but based on um, Wing Chun with a little bit more f- flavor, other flavors, you know. You have a little bit of boxing, uh, pretty much a little bit of, um, should I say, like uh, pretty much studying from the streets, like um, grappling, like really wrestling. So this is what Bruce Lee did with his um, style. He took Wing Chun to another level. And that's the same thing with the Chuck Norris system. You know, Chuck Norris uh, was built on Tang Soo Do and then really explored other styles to create his own own martial arts style. Yeah, that's something that's really that's really something that's been going on. Um, Of course, one of my other guests that I talked to, uh, yeah, he said he was, um, pretty much uh, did a base style and then created his own style based on, based on other martial arts styles that he studied. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So let's see, pretty much. um, So, this is what I'm talking about. We should band together into, like, a community. We shouldn't be against each other. Like, who's going to get the most students? I mean, most of these karate studios, karate schools around here, they're built on really trying to take up, take, take over when they should be, like, sharing the community. Right? So here we are. So we got <clears throat> Fushay bands together to battle Japan during the second um, – the same. The, sino um japanese uh war um after J- japan's um imperial army no the bullies that's like, this is around the time where uh the world was um going through great depression similar to what the u s um went through in the late 1920s um but yet it was only it was not wasn't only just um the economic it was physically it was, phys- it was physical it was physical it was not economic but it was physical because you didn't they didn't just work for their meals you know they had to fight for it and this kind of goes to like the um the scene the japanese fire scene you know imagine yourself having to fight for your food you know you know in most places you know if you you want to f- you had to fight for your money but you know but fighting for your food you know, you know, that's like something like, you know, you simply don't have to fight for money. You fight for food. It's pretty much at your own expense. You put your own body on the line, you know, and it's like you're a dog having to bake for your food while you're dying. I mean, that's pretty much what was going on in the scene where, you know, Japan was taking over like uh, China and, uh, are occupying China, you know. And that's the thing what happened to with Korea. I mean Korea was um occupied by Japan and they were forbidden to use their style. And you know what the most uh that's pretty much that's how Tang was uh like were created. You know, you have that one person that traveled to China just to just to like build themselves and then they come back and they learn a martial arts style, right? And this kind of goes to uh, no, Master Lin, Master Lin Singh. I mean, Master Lin has to fight um, karate practitioners to win a bag of rice, in which was very valuable in China. You know, Lin got killed for refusing a second match against three people, you know, analyzing this thinking about uh, what happens if you' you refuse to fight the whole purpose of that the whole purpose of martial arts you know you' train in martial arts to avoid fighting or basically killing each other you know in some cases um you're you might have the to fight in order to survive if man made the decision to fight knowing he couldn't get out knowing he couldn't get out if he tried you know if man fighting 10 man went from a being a calm fighter to a super aggressive. You know, definitely that's what's this was happened after Master Lin got shot. You know, that something in them yeah, we have us um a saying in um in our martial art style, we have the, the eight components of proper technique. Uh so we the, we have like the last one, number eight, we call it mental and emotional spark or activation so in this case um that means there's this that like that switch on into you and that that unleashes everything okay so of course in this case you got um it man saw that saw master lynn got shot that something clicked into him that's a mental emotional activation you know you it's like you hurt somebody you hurt me i hurt you so basically master Lin getting shot hurts it man because he known him for a long time and he what well, he wanted to really get back at him. So in this case, he went super aggressive. And, and he pretty much defeated all ten ten of the um ten of the, 10 of the, 10 of the martial arts 10, 10 of the opponents. And that was like the most amazing scene I ever seen. But you know, just to see if man just go go off on those guys was like, Wow, I mean he pretty much went out of his comfort zone and just went went at it okay. well, the question being was his fight to prove a point martial arts martial arts uh can seriously hurt you or can be fear- can be fearful I mean that's the question you know yeah you know you're out there i mean one thing i'm not trying to prove a point when i'm when i'm to train martial arts yes i'm a black belt but i'm not out to prove how tough i am you know i'm built to how good of a person i am you know like i said i grew up with adhd you know it's a condition that really prevents you from being well behaved or learning and limits your learning ability But, you know, I kind of grew up, grew out of it. But, you know, let's just say I didn't outgrow it, but I pretty much overcome, overcome ADHD. You know, I went from being that kid that didn't want to do much to somebody that's out there right now with this podcast, you know, doing things, martial arts, like pro wrestling, well, independent wrestling, uh, teaching fitness classes, really talking to people. You know, the fact that, you know, I go to these Comic Cons to not only talk to these celebrities, meet the celebrities, and then you got these people that are dressed them in cosplay. You know, I actually go up and just say hello. And because of that, I got so many friends and from Canada that are really probably my probably my best friends right now. You know, definitely. And you know, I can't wait <clears throat> wait till the end of the month. And you know, just like <laughs> yeah, hugs and kissing is <laughs> lovely. <It's friendly. laughs> oh, I'm just uh, so excited. All right. So really, Ip Man spent most of his life avoiding teaching others Wing Chun, you know, fearing that the possibility of war, fearing the, fearing the possibility of war. So you see why Ip Man was behind closed doors. You know, he didn't want to teach anybody like out, outside, well, outside his family. Um, Wing Chun, because of the possibility of war, but yet, once it got to that point of war, it man went at went at well went at it his own went at it in his own way by training uh, people in need of protecting themselves and not using using it for his own personal gain, you know, pretty much. And yet, it man in the final fight sacrifice himself to save his own land in which he won but got shot so this is like going to the end scene. This is like fast forward to the end scene you know really then you know you got right between the fight of those 10 martial artists to like his final scene you know he went on to teach others wing chung you know he wants people to be want to protect themselves but not to cause a war you know, really, that's the thing that we teach in martial arts. You know, we teach these uh, these self defense, ground and standing up. We kind of call them ground combatives and stand up combatives. You know, I teach these kids like you know, you want to control the situation. You don't want to escalate it. So in this case, if somebody, oh, oh if you're confronted in a in a confront, if you're in a confrontation. You know, one thing—it's okay to walk away. I mean, your goal is to go home. But yes, when you're coming from like school or from the sh- like from shopping or even from a cry studio, I mean, your your thought process, your main thoughts, mindset is not what you're going to do. What you're going when you get home is if I'm going to make it home. You know, really, when you're driving, when your parents are driving. Or in your case, if you're growing up, you're driving, you're coming from that one place, you know. Your one concern is, um, am I going to make it home? You know, really, you should you should think about like one thing. When you're driving, you drive defensively because you never know what's out there. You know, you want to drive offensively, but you want to drive defensively. Yeah, it's just something to think about. So this whole oh uh, so it's uh, i'm just yawning like crazy yeah this is and i you know this is what happens when i have, have a guest you know i kind of going going between speaking and you know just just speaking of guests you know i've been reaching out to a lot of people and you know i want to at least have more guests for this show and that's the thing so hopefully within the next couple episodes i have a guest so it won't be so tiring. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, that's uh, the movie, Man. I don't know exactly if that's happens in real life, but you know how movies kind of exaggerate things. You know, you kind of exaggerate what happened, but nevertheless, you know, you know things, I'm, you know, when it comes to explaining somebody's history, you got to be authentic. But nevertheless, you know, that's kind of like a view of how the person's life was, you know, but there's like three three other movies that um displays um a man's life which leads to um his his final time where he um died of um cancer. All right, so okay so this this concludes this uh, episode. So um of course um let's just uh hopefully for those who are gonna start in school or in school, you know keep your heads on those books. The only thing you wanna hit is those books. And make sure you're getting those grades up and not giving your teachers a hard time as well as your parents. Okay, so we want this whole school year to be wonderful. No fights and no getting suspended. Okay. All right. So for those who are just tuning in, please um, tune into my previous episodes on the BICBPradio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And yet I'll see you next time for another episode here at the fit fighter podcast or not not fit by uh, the kick pod this is your instructor tj williams bowing you out